0: It is the technology show where we translate geek into regular speak, and it seems to be every second week. I'm Brett Levy. I'll be your host today. And uh, without any further ado, let's uh, jump into things with a Z. So um, if you, well, you wouldn't know this, but I've actually always been a really bad, well, actually terrible sleeper. Um, I have reviewed some really cool tech on the show over the years, including the Apollo. That was the last wearable that I did. Um and I've looked at sleep aid apps, things like Calm. Um, but one of the things that's that's really added to my challenge is living in Queensland. So when people go, Well, how does it affect your your sleep problem? I said, Well, now that Olivia, I kind of understand why we don't have daylight saving. So for those of you that don't know or don't have daylight saving or have daylight saving a different time, Australia um turns their clocks forward again. Sorry back, I don't know because we don't have it yet, I've already forgotten, Uh, on the first Sunday of April and then again on the first Sunday of October. I think it's, we turn our clocks forward in October and then back yes, it would be getting ready for winter in April. Now we don't have daylight saving here and there's always been a big fight about it and if you ever want to get a Queenslander pistol talk about daylight saving and they've got issues about um, the cows can't sleep and so on and so on the curtains burn more because they close longer, and there's a whole wave of excuses as to why we why we don't have um, daylight saving. I personally don't agree with it. It's quite problematic trying to do business with Sydney and Melbourne. Um, they're in a different time zone to us, but we're all in the same geography. But it is what it is. So anyway, um, the light really does come in early in Queensland. Like most people here live quite a healthy outdoor lifestyle, but they're down surfing at like five in the morning and things like that. Um, So for today's show uh, and things with Z specifically I realized that the sun coming up is a big problem and I needed to see if I could get technology to solve this. Now I don't have total blockout curtains so because of that I actually wake up at ridiculous hours. I'm just going to Bring up a slide, and so there, I mean, that's not my bedroom, so if anyone's getting excited and there's any stalkers out there, that's just stock photography, but I was trying to show you the scenario if you're watching the show of how, like, even with blinds and curtains, the sun still comes through. Well, I don't have this problem anymore, I mean, I still have this problem, the sun still comes through um, my, uh, <laughs> my, my windows, but I have a solution, introducing the Menta sleep mask sound. I have to add the word sound because it's important as to today's show. So I now feel like Batman when I sleep, and there are added benefits. So why do I have a sleep mask on the technology you show? Well, it's not just a mask, it has tech too. If you're watching the show, you will see that under the logo in the front, so like dead center of where your nose would be, um, there are three little buttons, there's a volume up button, a volume down button, and in the middle of the two of them is a power button. and if you look on the side, if you're looking at the show, you can see there's like a little blue circle with what looks like a tag coming out of it. Uh, let's start with that. So this is a Bluetooth enabled sleep mask. Now I've got one here because there it is there. Um, I can put on for you if you want. I can't see anything. So there's my mental sleep mask sound. Um, but Basically, this is a Bluetooth enabled mask and I'm gonna leave comfort for now, but let's just talk about the innovation and the tech first, it's the technology show. So after seamlessly pairing my device to the headset, it's just a simple Bluetooth phone to um, headset, um, you now have stereo speakers in your sleep mask. That's what those little blue tags were on the side. For the people listening, it's like a little round, it looks like, like a pull tab, um, it's a little round circle, a little blue tag and there's a groove that it can slide up and down. So why do you have stereo speakers in your sleep mark? Well that's a good question. So if you use an app like Calm or any of the other sleep aids like sleep stories or things like that, a challenge comes in if you have a partner that sleeps in the same bed as you because they don't necessarily want to hear this voice talking or these sounds like you know some people go to sleep with the sounds of oceans, uh, or whale sounds, whatever it might be. Alternatively you could sleep with earbuds in. Um, and even though there are like some really small earbuds nowadays, um, it's still tough. Like it's not comfortable to have a piece of plastic stuck inside your ear. And they can fall out. So what happens is it falls out and then the sound stops and it wakes you up or you roll over onto it and because it's fallen out and it wakes you up. So that's not ideal either. Um, this is not the case. Um, the blue tags are actually super thin Razor speakers, they are like very, very thin, they're padded, they're inside the groove of the um, of the mask and the little tag that's sticking out, so you can actually slide them up and down to ensure that they're right over your ears, so now you can actually play your sleep stories or your calm music or your sound effects or whatever it is that you choose to do without disturbing anyone else, without anyone else hearing it. Now, just a quick note. Um, the recommendation is that you download your content and turn your phone off. So uh, I actually think there was instructions in the box as well, but I didn't do it because I thought I knew better. So I was just streaming sounds from um, one of my sleep apps. And of course, in order to do that, you have to stream, which means you need internet, which means the phone needs to be on. And right throughout the night one there were the pings going uh, for email and notifications, and all the things that come through. So if you're going to use this facility or the service rather, Download your content, just stick it on your phone, download a file or whatever you want to do or, you know, just make sure that you're offline um, and or at least turn off the notifications and put a do not disturb on your phone. Um, so we now have a sleep mask with sound, but the big question is, is it comfortable? And I said, I'm going to address that now. Um, the, the, the the headset is super comfortable, let me just get back in and I've actually got a slide to show you some of the, the, the padding, right. so. From a comfort point of view, hell yeah, everything on this on the Mantis Sleep mask actually adjusts. Now I'm not going to pull, I'm going to show you this, well you can see the picture, but I've got it here. I've set my little eye caps up there, now if you're looking at the picture you see they're actually a lot closer on the picture, or well, it's also folded, but these little cups actually come off and you can move them to wherever you want. And when you set them up originally, the suggestion is you put the mask flat down and you kind of measure with your face and then you adjust and so on until you're in your happy spot. I'm not going to pull them off. They're really easy. I mean, there you can, if you listen, but I'm not prepared to actually take them right off and move them away because I have them perfectly set. So these, um, they two individual like C-shaped cups, they're going to open the side. They do ensure total blackout. Now, remember my problem about being in Queensland and the sun and the sun coming through and waking me at ridiculous. I was like, seriously, in summer, it's like hopper's four in the morning. Um, also. They can be because they can be adjusted because everyone's face is obviously different right your face shape and your eye placement is different so along with this in the padding it's actually like really comfortable um not only do you get block out but they've been designed to ensure that even if you're a side sleeper which i am um they're still comfortable i just remember like on my first night it felt like my pillow was a bit thicker or firmer because there's like this memory, you know, this like foam that's now sitting on your eyes, um, but from night two onwards, amazing. So I program a sleep story for sixty minutes. I go to sleep, and although I'm kind of still restless and I still have the issues that I've always suffered with my entire life with insomnia and all the other wonderful things, um, actually I actually have my banners running on here. I didn't see my notification. Sorry, because I'm looking at my screen over here. So let me just put this up here as well. Um, so you can get the website and if you want to go and visit it. Um, so like night two onwards, it was fine, 60 minutes deep as I was saying. Um, you get really good airflow, like the way the the, the mask has been designed, there's airflow so you don't have, you don't feel hot and sweaty. You can wash uh, the mask. Just remember to take the tech out first uh, before you put in the washing machine. But um, there's a reported 20-hour battery life. So, like, you can go a whole week without charging. As I said, I set mine for 60 minutes. So, you can go a couple of weeks. I I say reported. I haven't tried to run it down. Like, after day three or four, I just plugged it in anyway. But something else as well, and the reason for mentioning the 20-hour battery life, if you fly a lot, I haven't flown in a while, this is a great accessory. I did a show uh, last year on flying and travel things. This is so going into my arsenal of travel hacks. Um, no more of those funny little fabric-y, weird, shitty things that they give you on the plane that one size fits all. Two elastic bands that go over your ears and that now you just put the mask on. It's total blackout. You've got speakers on your, um, uh, on your ears. So you can listen to music or whatever you want and just chill. USB-C charging. So it's now, you know, you don't have to carry an old USB micro charger which a lot of people are moan about. So it already meets the standards of global. Um, there is a version without Bluetooth and speakers. Um, there's also one I think that comes with silk, also no Bluetooth and, and speakers, but like a silk finish in that. So this is the technology show. I wouldn't be interested in the face mask that doesn't have um, uh, something techy, which this one clearly does. But if you just wanted to get a really comfortable face mask that doesn't have technology, I can highly re- recommend the Men to Sleep mask. So uh, it's mentosleep.com. Go and have a look-see. Um, it shipped really quickly. got in a few days. I think it was like five, six days from when I ordered. So yeah, um, that is things with AZ for this week. Right, on to tech news. So what do we have? Okay, so last week, or not last week, two weeks ago, I was talking about ChatGPT and AI, uh, I see that yesterday Italy has now banned ChatGPT. Um, Elon and the WAS, along with other uh, tech gurus, are calling for a six-month pause um, to take stock of the massive growth and expansion and AI, and, and it's just they're worried it's going to get out of hand. I'm not sure. I disagree with them that maybe we should pause because I'm just seeing so many um, different aspects and use cases for for AI. Education facilities are still trying to navigate and how to combat students from just cutting pasting. There are tools for that, by the way, uh, but there are ways around those tools as well. It's like you can just make a couple of changes and the AI reader won't see that it was a cut and paste from one of its programs. So I'm personally a big fan of AI and ChatGPT specifically. Um, uh, shout out to Brett St. Clair, who's flying the flag high as well. Um, however, uh, like all tech, one needs to respect that tech can do good and evil. And it obviously depends on who's sitting behind the keyboard, right? Um, I personally use a few different AI tools uh, in my day-to-day and in my work, but I don't use them to do my work. And I think um, that's the message that needs to come across. I work using AI, and that needs to be like understood that AI is not going to replace my job. It's rather people are going to... Be replacing you because they know how to use AI. And that is, I think, where if we get the six month pause and Elon and the WAZA happy and, and get their petition signed, I'm all for it. If the server stopped going, stopped working for a while, I can carry on. But I think the secret here, though, moving forward, because we're not going to stop artificial intelligence, we might be able to slow it, we might be able to manipulate it, we might be able to, you know, shape it to a point. Um, until it becomes sentient, but we we need to learn how to use AI and what are the best case scenarios for using it in our current jobs. There will be jobs that will become defunct, but hey, the person uh, weaving on the old weaving machines of the 1400s doesn't exist anymore. I guarantee you that there isn't a, a job advert for a fax repair machine anywhere. Um, and yet, last week I also spoke to, about the stiffy Disk, So, who knows? But the point is, is that AI is not evil. It's people that are evil and can use AI in evil ways. But we'll we'll have the pause and things will carry on. Uh, Twitter. So I kind of feel lately that Mark Zuckerberg uh, and Facebook may not be my main punching bag anymore. Actually, that's not true. I hate Mark Zuckerberg still, but but. Elon, what are you doing, mate? Seriously, like, this genius has now started removing blue ticks of accounts that are not going to pay his ransom monthly fee, sorry, his subscription fee um, to keep getting their tick. Now, one company that actually has lost their blue tick, on the, which is the verification, is the New York Times. The New York Times is Twitter's 24th most popular account. Now, given how many gazillions of accounts there are, number 24 is not exactly a small feat. I remember the days when the blue tick was something that a creator aspired to obtain. There was a whole process. You had to be on three different publications, or you had to have so many followers, or there were, and they checked you. Like, you know, I applied for my blue tick once when I had a I had a, a radio show in South Africa, which like this podcast, and it wasn't enough. They wanted more. They wanted um the radio show, it, I need so many listeners or so many readers of the content that I wrote and so on. Now, any client can just go and buy it. Um, so what does that say? That's basically saying Twitter is all about trying to recover the money that they lost. And by the way, he's devalued his company by 50% already. Um, I actually have a poll up on my LinkedIn page just asking if you would pay for the tick. Um, I think the poll's going in to tomorrow. So you can still go along and give your give your click, yes or no. I think only one palooka has said yes. Everyone else so far has just said no. I won't pay. Um, and apparently, if I don't have the blue tick or companies don't have the blue tick, then they're not going to make it into my feed anymore. So here's the here's the here's just the big aha moment, Mr. Musk. Um, you need advertising and you need eyeballs. Well, you need eyeballs to sell advertising. You need advertising to make revenue. And if you're going to stop giving me what I want, well, I'm going to go to another platform. And it kills me because I really do love Twitter and I've spoken about Twitter for many, many years and my, and my love for Twitter. But quite honestly, at this moment in time, I do think we start need to planning obituary speeches and we might be seeing hashtags veil Twitter sometime in the not-too-distant future. Your prediction of a $250 billion valuation when you've just cut your company down by 50% to $20 billion? A little bit optimistic, I know you do some really cool weird things and you do hit some big goals and Tesla's like case in point, stick to Tesla. Just put Twitter into the public domain or something, in fact I think you got hacked till someone stole your software and put it into GitHub or one of the repositories anyway. So it's in the public domain. So be a nice guy, give it to public, let us take care of it and get it back to where it should be, um, but stop doing stupid things. Uh, more news on social networks, uh, Tiktok might need to change their logo to a Tiktok bomb, it might just be the sound that we hear. so yesterday the Australian government banned Tiktok on all official devices, is this a big thing? Probably not, we don't really care what government people do, and or on their devices anyway, but it does send out a message and a statement, and if governments are thinking like this and governments are changing around the world, it could happen tomorrow, which means, legislation starts to happen in this regard. Um, to top it off, a few hours later, I mean, remember, we're about nine hours ahead of it, uh, of the UK. Uh, they got hit with a $15.7 million fine for misusing children's data. I just want to pause there for a second because I think we're also at the end of, of tech news. The word misuse and children and data should never, ever, 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 ever appear in the same sentence or the same discussion. Um, you know, we need to protect our kids. We have a we have a responsibility to protect our kids. And any company that is ever fined for misuse or something that involves children and children's data, you actually deserve everything you're going to get and more. Uh, and that's not just TikTok, that applies to anyone. Um, you know, there, there's too many bad people out there and predators out there. As you know, I'm very involved in the esports world. I speak about this a lot. We have so many instances of predatory reports where you know people with ill intent are trying to get into game servers and, and get into things like Roblox and Minecraft and lure and groom kids. So you know, fifteen point seven million dollars to me seems like a slap on the wrist. Should have been 157 million or even one point five billion. Uh, but I'm I'm not the um, legislative uh, council that slapped that fine but I think it's just a note to everyone right if you're dealing with kids or you you involved with kids in any way their data is sovereign and sacred and you need to treat it with utmost respect and ensure that uh um it's it's looked after right uh yes it does bring us to the end of uh tech news so are you game so i i didn't play a game this week, um, I just have to share my love for a new movie on Apple TV called Tetris. Now, I'm just going to pause for a second before why I love this movie so much. Netflix has been around for many years and they are yet to win an Oscar. Apple TV has only been around for like a year or two years if, from a subscription service point of view, Apple TV Plus, um, they've already won an Oscar for one of their shows. I can't remember what the show was, irrelevant, they won, a sh- they won an Oscar. I'm gonna call it uh, that Tetris, the movie, could become a contender for an Oscar this year. So what's it all about? Well, not only um, is it about the game, obviously, but it's actually about the intricacies of dealing with the Soviet Union in the early mid 1980s. So if you love gaming or gaming culture, uh, even if you've just played Tetris, right, like you picked it up once or twice in your life, and I'm pretty sure that every single person I know probably every single person that they know has played Tetris somewhere. Um, This is just a super, super movie to watch. I cannot sing enough praises for this movie. The cast is excellent. If you're watching on Apple TV, well, I assume you have to watch on Apple TV. I don't think you can watch anywhere else. Uh, Well, legally. Um, Look for the extras as well. The real real people that the actors are like the real developer and the real um, guy that does the show um I think um th- they're there for a couple of minutes and just like their views in it but such a great movie it's just well made well done well documented i learned things that i didn't know so for all you game this week i had to give credit to the movie tetris um and yeah that's that's that uh q a let's see what what questions have come through that with there i don't know I did look earlier. There wasn't too many questions. Uh, Here's one, because, in fact, I've actually featured these uh, devices before. So um, the question that came through is there are great deals on Google Pixel phones at the moment. Does this mean that a new phone is coming out soon? And if so, should I wait? So I just have to say something. Um, I never, ever feature a product or talk about a product unless I've, A, played with it, or B, I'm not under embargo to discuss it. Okay, so even if I knew the answer to this question, um, I wouldn't be able to tell you because I don't know, and that's going to be the answer I'm going to say, a new Pixel device is going to be coming out. Um, I've, I don't work for Google, um, and I do, I've reviewed a lot of the devices. In fact, I reviewed the current Pixel 7 and Pixel 7 Pro, um, and I do hope to continue my relationship with them and review more of their cool toys. So even if I did know if a new phone was coming out, if I was under embargo, I wouldn't tell you. Uh, It doesn't matter who you are, what you are. Now that we move that aside, I'm pretty sure we will see a Pixel 8 this year. Um, There's no reason why we wouldn't see a Pixel 8. We saw a 7 last year and a 6 the year before, and a 5 the year before that, and you get the picture. So to answer the question, is it coming out because the phone's on special? Don't know, maybe there's excess stock, Maybe um, whoever or wherever you saw the special, because I don't actually know where the special is and I haven't bothered to Google it. Didn't mean to do that. That There's a bit of a pun. But more importantly, and I say this often when I get this type of question, is rather what do you need the tech for? So, like if you've broken your phone or lost your phone or something like that, then you obviously need to get a new phone. And if the Pixel was in your your consideration and it's at a good deal, then hell yeah, get the phone. Like, it's a great phone. I still use it. I'm looking, it's, uh, I still use the Pixel 7 Pro as my gaming phone. As and when the 8 comes out, pretty sure that I'm going to upgrade to it and make that my gaming phone as well. Um, the tech itself is good for another two, three years. So if you bought a 7 now, what I mean by that is from a hardware point of view, it will run whatever it needs to for at least two or three more years because each year we get another iteration of Android um, and the security patches and so on. But but the hardware itself and the camera and everything else, it will be awesome. Um, it will do what it needs to do and what you would want or expect it to do for another two years. If you are someone that is more akin to need the latest and greatest and have to have the best. Then my suggestion to you is you probably should wait. Again, I don't know when the eight is coming out. You might have a very long wait. Um, I, I can't tell you what what's gonna happen there. You know, there's so many rumors that are going around. You can go and Google it. There's been rumors of other Google devices coming out, they might come out before the Pixel 8, they might come out after the Pixel 8, they might not come out. Just to defract de- from for a second from Google and rumors. The rumors are running rampant on the Apple VR headset coming out. And then this morning I read an article to say we actually might not see it because there's production issues. And that's been the story for three years now. So I don't know. What I can say, it really does suck when you buy something that goes down the next day. So let's take this question and, like, do a little bit of research, right? Go into it. If you're looking at buying something, ask the question. Go to JB Hi-Fi and say, hey, mate, I'm looking at buying the Google Pro um, Pixel Seven Pro. Is it going on special anytime soon? Hopefully they don't lie to you. They also might not know be an embargo, but you know what? Buy it, keep the slip, and if in the next few days it goes on, maybe you can take it back and say I don't want it. I don't know what the exchange policy is. That sucks when you buy something and then like straight away, like a day after. What I have seen with tech is generally tech doesn't go down in price over a weekend. It's always like a Monday or Tuesday. That seems to be the day. So if you're ever going to buy tech at a good deal, buy it on a Wednesday or Thursday, because at least that way you're going to get a week before the price goes down, and I feel so bad. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I I don't know if I answered that question for you, or if I, if I did answer that question. But as I said, when it comes to choosing or buying tech, buy tech for what you need it for, or what you want it for, um, and then that should help you solve the problem. I said if you do something that requires the latest and greatest and best operating system and most RAM and best refresh rates and all the other things that we translate into into from geek into regular speak every week, uh, yeah, then that might be it for you. So uh, that would probably then bring us to the end of the show if that was Q&A. So until next time, oh, I'm not going to do a show next week because it's Easter so I'm going to have a bit of a break um, and I'll probably take it from there. Uh, thanks for the thumbs up, Alessandro. Um he seems to agree with what I was saying with what uh, hopefully what I was saying. Maybe he answered the question. Don't know. Um but yeah. So have a good Easter, spend time with your family, come off technology. I'm definitely not gonna do anything next week. We'll see you in two weeks' time. So uh until next time, keep your screens clean and you're not shiny.